0: advertiser time so first off our og sponsor sinister jerky use code kingdom that's k-i-n-g-d-o-m at checkout at www.sinisterjerky.com grab yourself a nice little discount and also this podcast is powered by balls gerara grab life by the balls and with that said let's go into the podcast Alright, welcome back to Castlecom's episode 87, and today, our summoning circle was, it worked, it fucking worked, we have the gaming freak himself, Aqua FPS, how right. Are you doing today? Hey, I'm doing well, thanks for having me on, yeah, that circle, the summoning circle, I could say no to that, so, here I am. You know, I, just, I, I saw it for the first time a while back, the Colt stuff, and I was just like, how easy would this be to replicate with McDonald's fries? And the surprising answer was really easy, actually. I, only I like that it, was, to do it, all of that it appeared to be on your bed or something that <laughs> you set that up. If okay. if I remember correctly, that's going to be a salty, stinky oh, bed. Oh, absolutely. If, if I remember correctly, so if that was... Was it's, that a bed? That was a bed. And the funniest part about that is the cat actually came into the room after the picture and knocked over the bong water. So I had bong water smell on the bed in the water and I got in trouble. My wife was pissed. <laughs> you know, when I like when you get McDonald's like in, in, in a car or something, especially in the winter time, it'll smell like that. That salty weird unique mcdonald's smell in the car it like it really hangs around it's like this and it's always the same smell you know like a subway that artificial yeah it's like a weird salty horrible like like, you know if someone's had McDonald's in their car in the last, like, 72 hours. I like how McDonald's is the new smoking. Like, oh, my God, can you believe he's smoking in the car with his kids? Soon it'll be like, oh, my God, can you believe he ate a quarter pounder in front of his child? <laughs> <What a piece laughs> of <shit. laughs> I like that smell, to be honest. I Listen, I that was raised like- on McDonald's. That toughens you up. There's nothing wrong with that. This is true. And seeing as how you grew up in McDonald's, are you a fan of the Shamrock Shake? no I have a lot of weird stipulations when it comes to shakes and ice cream I'm like a real stickler in, in that way I don't know if I've ever talked about this before but it's true where's your, where's your fast food milkshake spot of choice or is it Sonic I, I would guess Sonic uh Shake Shack probably Now that that's a, worth the diarrhea probably. I get after <laughs> that's worth yeah. the diarrhea that should be their tagline Shake Shack it's worth the diarrhea <laughs> <laughs> it is it actually is yeah. honestly most milkshakes. You just got to cancel your plans. Make sure you have a milkshake on a day when you don't have a lot going on. I mean, I would rock that shirt. I lost my self-respect at Shake Shack. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. So with everything that's going on with the current illness that you just came over with the food poisoning, how bad was that compared to a Shake Shack? Are we talking like way worse or about on par? It was way worse. Like, um, yeah, I I just had like... I think it might have been a virus or food poison. I don't know what it was, but my butt was just like a faucet for like five days. It was really unbelievable. (laughs) Like when you you have like the milkshake situation, when you're lactose intolerant a little bit and you like drink a milkshake, it's usually like one surprise and then it's over with, you know, maybe two if it really hits you just right. But uh, no, this was like... I couldn't get this to stop. Like, it was just... And I felt sick. Like, I couldn't get out of bed or anything. Did you for get uh, you found respect for the Oregon Trail people who died along the way to dysentery? You're like, this is horrible! <laughs> it. I, I understand why they died from that now. Because you get dehydrated pretty fast when you're having diarrhea like that. Oh, my God. There was no Pedialyte on the trail, Aqua. <laughs> is, it, is it me that brings up shit all the time? Because uh, this happens on my podcast, too, or it's pretty much mixture. any time. I have a, every stream that I do, pretty much like, you know, am I just like a poop guy or what, what's going on here? It's just little, fun to talk about. I don't like care. Fifty fifty. Like sometimes you're the one who brings it up or sometimes someone on your panel. when You, you, you do brought this up. Whole kind of like, you know, leads to it, hoping you take the bait and you happily do every time. <laughs> That's true. I you know, it's one of those like universe things everybody does it it's fun to talk about get over it okay you don't y'all don't need to be bashful absolutely so speaking of shitting taco bell they're getting rid of the quesarito now is this affecting you greatly or no this doesn't affect me at all because i don't think i've ever had one of those and I've, i've only had taco bell maybe six times in my life um if they like mcdonald's were getting rid of the big mac that would be you know a travesty would that would never happen the capital over the big mac being taken away (laughs) if they were in charge of the big mac situation which they might be you know it could be highly political what goes on with the mcdonald's menu uh that would be more reason for me to do something like that than any other political thing going on probably that's totally fair. Like, I <laughs> that like that means something to me, you know? So if like, terrorists attacked you know? the Big Mac, <laughs> he would have joined the military. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough. I'm just doing my part. So <laughs> when it comes to KFC's double down, are are you going to make a food review video for the double down? Alright. So I you know, I've been broached this question many times mostly by mr horse who seems to be quite uh fascinated with the double down um i i i think i probably will i i think it's like it's a it's a it's an interesting item you know what i mean and it really just like came out of nowhere and then also the diablo 4 beta access which i thought was a meme but it was actually true right. <laughs> you could have gotten Access to the Diablo 4 beta from the Double Down, supposedly, unless everybody's really good at lying to me, still. I never bothered to look it up. This was just word of mouth. I'm just going to choose to believe it. But uh, <laughs> Who am I? Yeah. Like, right, I would do the same at that point. It's like I got yeah. this information from very credi- credible sources that <laughs> I don't think have any reason to lie about it. So, no reason to trust but verify this, uh, this seems on the level. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. So speaking of nostalgia and Diablo Four, how how does this game rack up for you? Um, it's hard to say. It was such a limited experience thus far, and like depending on like how thing, a few things shake out, uh, it could be like a very good game that's very replayable and like has a great end game loop and uh, great PvP this I mean, that there's certainly there's ups and downs i would give it like a based on what i've had experience with so far like a six and a half out of ten maybe seven on a good day i mean that opening cut scene where they're killing the preacher in the church that wrote a very high check at the very beginning that was very cool it did that was cool yeah that actually was like a very diablo feeling kind of thing um yeah i mean you know i it, the, the in the intro cinematic that felt that was that was great i was into that too i, there mean, were, like, okay, I don't know go. we'll see this is no, like a good I time didn't for nostalgia we got diablo coming back there's all this talk about skate coming back and dropping yeah like, there's all sorts of cool stuff so with that being said aqua who's your favorite skateboarder back in the day back in the day or right now Oh, that's a follow up question. But who was your OG? Who was your favorite one back then? Jeez, uh, I mean, it's changed around a lot. But like my, f- well, the first, well, probably I when I was a kid, I was all about Rodney Mullen. He was sick. Oh, I mean, I still love Rodney Mullen. Dances with the board. Like he's the kind of guy he you invented watch you did the pitch. clip. He did. He did And just watching him The shit he does It's just like It makes it look so fucking easy And then when you try it You're like God damn you Rodney Mullen That guy's an artist That's what he is He really is Um But who was Were you saying Who was your current Or who was after Rodney Uh Probably like Andrew Reynolds Okay After that The boss Can't go wrong there Um Let's see Paul Rodriguez I really liked as well Um my favorite skater, though general Eric Eric Costin too, uh, Jerry Jerry Sue Jerry Sue. Oh, Eric is my favorite skater. Every time I hear Costin, all I think is the fucking Pizza Man special move. You can do what was on Tony Hawk Three. <laughs> he gets the board. Yeah, up. was it Costin like pa- that did that? I yeah, don't even was, remember. I'm pretty sure it was Costin that did that in game. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so ridiculous. On Tony Hawk One, Chad Muska with the boombox. He like do a grind and he pulls out the boombox and puts it on his shoulder. That shit was. That was awesome. sick. Or Chad or Muska West. is like. I feel like, the you know, the whole Chad thing is, like, so in line with that guy. <laughs> like, him being named Chad, he really was a Chad. I mean, you just look at him and you just assume his name is either Chad or Ted. <laughs> yeah, he does give off, like, high school steal your girlfriend kind of guy energy, you know what I mean? Oh, absolutely, or the guy they pick up in the Mighty Ducks is their bruiser. <laughs> just, like, pull this fucking dude out of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> so what was your favorite skate company back in the day and why? Uh, back in the day, it was probably Alien Workshop. I skated like mostly Alien Workshop boards. I don't know why. I just like the shape of them and like they were just uh, like available. You know, there were a lot of those boards floating around and like there was always just Alien Workshop boards in all the shops and stuff. So I usually skated those. But yeah. Uh, I had, like, a Zero board that I really liked, too. And then I had an Enjoy board that I really liked, but the paint came off, like, chipped off really easily and got all over my hands. So I didn't like to touch my own skateboard because I'd get, like, little paint, like, shit all over my hands. And, like, I kind of have, like, OCD a little bit and that always like bothered me for some reason. So that ruins like the whole company of enjoy for me even though Jerry shoe is still my favorite skater. So I think that weird issue with like that like the tactile touch. Did you like put on gloves when you were putting like uh, surf wax on curbs to like grind it or rails? No, no, it was nothing like that. But like I don't know, like little particles of things like irk me like oh. the little particles of stuff all over me like freaks me out I don't know why like uh, growing up I refused to like like if if it was Christmas or something and I had like presents with glitter on the packaging or something it would, it would just like ruin the day for me <laughs> I, I fucking hate glitter and like my old family knows I hate it I absolutely hate it I hate glitter <laughs> so if you got a glitter bomb in the mail that'd be a high offense yes That's that's good knowledge to know for anyone out there. So continuing on with uh, this line of questioning, Aqua, out of all the skate companies that were out in the 90s when we were kids, what was your favorite company for art? Like which decks did you like the best due to their art? Was it World Industries with the Fire Water Guy? Was it Blind with the Grim Reaper? Did you have one? Uh in terms of design? Yeah, just I never really like I never really cared that much about that, which is stupid because I feel like I should have. I was more, I was just interested in the shape of the board, really. Like if it looked good, that was like a bonus. But like the design was never really like a a selling point for me. But if I did like a design, I liked really simple stuff. Like I had one of my favorite boards was a Pop War board with just like red it was just red on the bottom just solid Simple. red <laughs> like nice. just an all red paint like all the way and it was my favorite graphic I'm like I don't know so you're I, a, I'm I, you're a minimalist I yeah. when it comes to skate art I guess I don't know it it, it changes around a lot you know I, I I've been toying with the idea of getting a tattoo for the longest time but like what I think is cool visually Or just generally even just changes around so much that like I know I'd hate my tattoo after like a year or two and then like wish it was something else. And then I might get another one and then I'd end up with like a million tattoos and I'd eventually hate them all. Well, I from somebody who has eight, I have to say the hobby of getting inked is definitely like Pringles. Once you start, you don't stop. <laughs> That's what it seems to be. Uh, I have a friend who like got one, and now he's completely covered. So it's a slippery slope. Where would be your first tattoo, Aqua? Forearm, probably. Form. I thought about getting a Triforce on there. Yeah, I know cliche gamer, you know, but I don't give a fuck. Zelda means a lot to me personally. And I think it would look fucking sweet. And just like a black line Triforce tattoo. Or I would get some tough stuff, like, like a skull or something on there. I don't know. You're going to get I, uh, I drew some... skull over a Triforce. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I do like the classic tattoos, kind of, you know? Oh, like um, the old stuff, like American classics, sort of. Yeah. Like I like those, but I wouldn't get those for myself i would just get like black ink stencil stuff i don't know of just like arbitrary items or something <laughs> like here's like a- i don't know what it would be <laughs> <laughs> yeah no I actually i have a friend with a spoon like it's literally a spoon he has a spoon tattoo on his like uh arm nice so speaking of zelda what was your first introduction into the zelda like you know saga was it the n64 the super then the regular nintendo it was the n64 ocarina of time i remember like i was in blockbuster rest in peace i loved blockbuster um i i was there and like i saw the 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 box just even mystified me you know just the shield and the sword over the z like behind the z on on the box it just said zelda it was there was a sword and a shield it was just gold yeah and with with the gold and everything and i was just like damn I don't know what, like I was just drawn to it, you know? And, uh, you I, I rented it. Skateboard and you're like Dad, I love playing shit. That's the cover for uh, me. <laughs> yeah. And I, and I, and I had my dad, I asked him to rent it for me and, and we rented it. And I remember I popped that shit in my N64 and it was like a finished file. And I started at like Ganon's castle at the end of the game. I just like went in oh. someone else's file And then I was like wandering and it was scary, you know, like it was like the end of the game. Everything's all messed up. Adult Link, scary. And then I wandered into the market and those zombie things (laughs) jumped on my head and started sucking whatever, sucking your brain out of your head or whatever the fuck they were doing, sucking something. And uh, and it scared the absolute bejesus out of me. And I just didn't touch it. I didn't touch the game again. And I gave it back to Blockbuster. And then I think I went to a friend's house and uh, saw, like, the beginning of the game, you know, in Kokiri Forest when you're, like, it's you know, happy. young Link. Yeah, and it was happy, and then I was like, okay, I'm going to give this another try. There, not hiding, everything's great. <laughs> yeah, it was. and then I just, like, I think, you know, for the first, like, two months that I had the game... I didn't do anything. I just like ran around in Kokiri Forest <laughs> and didn't like to the music. figure out how to get the sword or anything. <laughs> I was just like having fun, jumping around in there, breaking pots. You're like I you have know. 200 rupees. I'm god. <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah. I was like eight years old or something when that came out. So that's the best. Um, so the N64 had some pretty epic games that came with its release: Mario Kart and Mario N64. Would you say the N64 had the best game ever?ly At release out of uh any console you can think of super mario 64 like changed the oh, entire gaming like it was the first 3d game i think if i'm not mistaken it's definitely up there if not the first it was uh, honestly like the, the f- i don't know how they did this but like if you play that game now the movement in that it it beats any other the movement in any other game It's better than all the subsequent Mario games as well, in my opinion. So, like, it's just so perfect. Like, I don't know how they did that. Was that the main factor that you decided to go for speedrunning, was just because of the physics of that game and the movement? Yeah. I Like, even before that, like, I started speedrunning it, I recognized, like, how mobile... Like, I remember being impressed and, like, shocked by that. And then I... And I actually had the thought playing every other Mario game after the fact, after that that none of them feel as good. The only other game that has physics that feel somewhat comparable, even if they they are much simpler is the first Super Smash Brothers. Oh great. Game. That game, like the the way the characters like move around with the level of inertia on them and stuff kind of feels reminiscent of how like your character feels in Mario but uh the commercials yeah. for the original super smash brothers they're all just like dancing in a field all happy and they just start beating the shit out of each other <laughs> actually vaguely i'm not not very well to be honest i i'll probably look that up after oh, it's, this it's hilarious they're like all holding hands yeah. and they're skipping to so happy together oh they're in like costumes right yeah yeah they're in costumes. Yeah, yeah i remember i remember yeah, that was good. It's classic. They don't make... God, that was a great game. So much. It was a great game. It was one of those ones where the replayability <laughs> was just so fucking high. Like, yeah. I, mean, I still play that so shit all the time with my friends, you know? Exactly. That's the cool thing about, like, you know, getting able to play online now is you don't have to be in the same state as opposed to, like, you know, college dorm where everyone's fucking available. Like, now it's... Yeah, like, it's, not it's not the same, though, you know? Oh, no, it's true. Like, it's like, in my 20s, like, I lived with three of my friends. And like in an apartment and we used to just like my friend had like n64 and then he had a tv at like the base of his bed we'd all get in his bed and play uh n64 super smash together it was awesome nice see like th- those kind of memories it's hard and we'd to- hook up no I'm kidding I, I mean fair <laughs> enough I, I mean super smash <laughs> was just the fucking foreplay i guess yeah <laughs> oh man from shits to th- i have like, streamer brain rot now Honestly, I mean, like, I, the only reason I said that is because, like, I felt like I was on stream and someone would definitely say that. So I like to <laughs> just beat people to jokes, honestly. No, I totally get <laughs> it. Yeah, we did. We did. It was awesome. So with with the gaming and gaming on stream, like, how would you say that's changed your relationship with gaming? Like, was gaming like an outlet for you? Was gaming like a de-stressor? Like, where was it when you were a kid compared to where it is now? Um. Yeah, I would say, like, all, like... All of the above. I wouldn't call it as much of like an outlet or a de-stressor. I just enjoyed it, you know? I just loved playing games. Now, it's like a little different because playing games is, you know, a big part of my job. So like, when I do play something for my own enjoyment, I almost feel guilty because I'm not like being productive and making something out of it. You know what I'm saying? totally so like that happens sometimes which is kind of frustrating but uh i've gotten better at like taking personal time now you know to enjoy video games for myself Uh, it helps like playing stuff that like it you know would be difficult or not usually what i would make anything out of like um any sort of media out of or whatever i hate the word content but yeah, that's what i mean like aoe too like you love to play it but it's exactly the easiest thing to make into it. it's like as the word you hate a content. i stream it <laughs> i do stream it it's but fun uh, to watch those streams too. there's there's yeah i i'm glad you think so because like honestly i don't i barely talk during that because i have to concentrate so the so commentary during uh, the Surgeki AOE2 tournament was probably one of my favorite AOE2 tournaments I watched well, in a while. You, I'm cool. glad you enjoyed that. Yeah, well the thing is like I say like it, it's not something I would make content out of, you know, but it but it always ends up that way and it's always it turns out pretty good actually. Totally. It's pretty funny. So is there any um, game on the horizon other than Diablo that you have your eye on? Anything that you're interested in? Yeah, actually, I was talking to Chum about this earlier. There's, um, well, Counter-Strike 2 is kind of exciting. I don't know what that's going to be like. But um, there's this uh, Lord of the Rings game where you, like, play with your friends and you play as dwarves. I think it's, like, Lord of the Rings Return to Moria or something like that. It's, like, you craft and build and, like, do, like, dwarf stuff and, like, tower defend, I think, against, like, waves of, like, orcs. I don't really know what it's going to be, but... It looks really exciting. Yeah. You can like build like huge, weird dwarven structures. It looks kind of awesome. So, from somebody who's a fan of Middle Earth and that saga, like what is your favorite race in the current set? One are you an elf, dwarf, human? Like, what's your favorite one? Dwarves are badass. Who's going to pick elf? the yeah, elves are lame people love like well, his fucking yeah, whatever hilarious. he's, he's alright I guess but like Gimli is a way cooler character no I'm in not in my sure opinion dwarves are badass did you see the new series that came out like the Lord of the Rings prequel stuff on HBO yeah what'd you think of it the elves were lame <laughs> but the dwarves were were fucking chads they were awesome did you, you have the best part of that scene? show mmm honestly that was all very forgettable like i didn't really care for the show it was it was okay it was cool seeing the background lore of like stuff from the original series because i care about that so much but like i think they just kind of missed the vibe a little bit the music was off just the world it didn't it like the the, the way the world looked was weird like the lighting was weird it looked more like Game of Thrones bright. than anything. It was, like, it was, yeah, it was too yeah. bright. It like Lord of the Rings is very gray and like uh, grim, macabre dark. looking. Yeah, it was just, it was so bright and like I don't know. Totally. It was okay. The only scene yeah. that sticks out to me is uh, when the dwarf and the elf are eating and the dwarf gets like pissed off. He's like, this table is stone that we used for graves and you fucking turned it into a table. And then they, they like give back the table stone. He's like, is that real? He's like, no, I was bullshitting. That was the only scene <laughs> that out to me. I don't me. even remember that. <laughs> See, it just went right over everyone else because it was that forgettable. So, going back uh, into CSGO, one of my favorite games of all time, and I know you being a one-time LEM, what is your True. favorite map in game at the moment? Uh, D-Dust 2. I d- like or Dust 2. They Dust dropped two. the D. They dropped the I'm, D. And they also f- dropped that middle thing in, in mid, you know, that little house. They dropped it, so now you can't peek mid as a T-side. do you, Are you a fan of that yeah. change? Honestly... Yeah, I don't really care. I, it, I, It's probably for the better of the map, to be honest. But uh, I always thought it was fun, like, getting a pick, you know, right in the beginning of the round through there on T-Side or whatever. It's sad, or so vice nice. versa. Yeah, it was kind of fun. But it was like, I get why they got rid of it. It's like way more of a competitive map without that. It was just such a, like... It's a lot of information. Yeah, it, yes, that... That, that probably is why they got rid of it. But it also like would throw a wrench in each round a little, you know, for for that reason. And you could get a pick like right off the bat like that. Do you have a most hated yeah. map? Yeah. Um, I hate. Um, well, I, I hate to play overpass, but I like the map like I respect it, but I hate nuke. I don't like nuke. Nukes a hard thing to do, especially when you're like solo queuing because it's just so many rotates. And unless you have like a solid team, it's hard to get those like down with randoms or even. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a hard map. It's not my it's just it's it's crazy. There's too many little weird little spots you can like it's too much to keep track of. Maybe I just don't know the map well enough, but like it drives me nuts. It's it's too much. I also don't really like train either. Right. I don't like any map that's too vertical. I don't I don't like that. So you don't like overpass or vertigo? No. Okay, fair enough. I like Cash, Dust, Mirage. Those are my three that I like the most. Nice. Do you have But you know, I'll play any map, it's whatever. Do you have a favorite skin? Because Gaben, the, the creator, has uh, got us all addicted to loot boxes. I think that was everyone's first instance of gambling. And- I mm-hmm. opened a box. Like it's, I'm so mad at myself. I'm opening them again because I'm into the game. I don't even care about skins. I opened a box right before this call. I'm not even kidding. I got a stat track pink, actually. Oh, nice. And guess what it's worth? Like, four bucks. Four, hey, that's but that's profit, baby, you know? That's two more keys, Con. That's two more keys. Exactly. So I'm actually kind of stoked. I, I say that um, I have 60 boxes in my Steam <laughs> inventory right now. I was like, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah, honestly, like, I am coming dangerously close to doing, like, a massive unboxing stream that would be sick i know everybody would love it everyone go nuts it'd be so fun to watch i might finally get a knife probably not though but uh donation i I have 60 boxes i'm probably not gonna open (laughs) well you should sell them for yourself i'll i'll take care of it but uh i appreciate the offer but i am this is not a promise by the way to anyone listening you know um but I am. I have been putting a lot of a, thought into this. A slippery slope of you becoming a Kick CSGO Blue Box opener streamer. Yeah. <laughs> what kind of knife uh, you could pick? You can you can do that on Twitch still, right? Or is still, that considered gambling? It's it's kind of a gray area, but they consider it. But I've heard that you know it's not. It's not great. <laughs> like YouTube's oh. to demonetize those guys, like you know the ones like Sparkles and the, the, the case guys opening. Really? Yeah, they're starting to demonetize those on YouTube. The ones that are just purely that, like especially the ones that like have like gambling codes, or, like you know, like hey, spend fifty dollars at Daddy Skins or you know one of those. Oh uh, no, I wouldn't. Out. I wouldn't do like any third party website things. It would just be like in in Counter Strike. Yeah, in game. Totally. Yeah. So if you could unbox any knife like do you have one that you would like other than just like nor value if like is no. what knife is appealing to you or you don't care about I don't, them at all i don't give a shit honestly like i since like 2013 or whenever whenever i started playing csgo like I've opened cases here and there. I don't want to just buy a knife. And I don't even care if I get a knife that much. It's just like I want to have opened one from a case. I don't know why. I can't explain it. I have a little bit of a gambling thing. (laughs) That's probably why. Uh, I don't care what it is. I don't give a shit. I don't even care... Like, if I have a knife on my, you know, on my character or whatever, I just want, to, I just want to have opened one. You just want the ride yeah. of the click, 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 click. Yeah, I just want to open the case and get a knife. That's that's all. Like, even if I didn't get to keep the knife after just having opened it, it's like exciting. I don't know. So when you land at TwitchCon 2023, are you going to be the one who's going to stand up on the plane and say Vegas, baby, when you land? there's always one who says that like I had two out of three flights that I took to Vegas someone in the back of the plane is just like Vegas baby them the back, I love that. It might be me. <laughs> might That's gonna be a little too fun, if you know what I mean. Like people are gonna go nuts there. Oh, it's gonna be crazy. Now, are you the kind of person who can walk into a casino and just that second high of like watching other people gamble is enough for you, or do you need to get in front of a machine? And if oh, so, no, like, I need to. You play? I don't get in. I don't get in front of machines because those are those are no good. They can literally program those. Oh yeah, like so easily to be so in the favor of the house. Like I play cards, uh, blackjack mainly. I'll sometimes play roulette, but anything. And I want to get into craps, but I like I've played it several times, but I forget how to play every time and have to relearn. and then I'll play. I mean, but um, so simple. Craps is always like I feel like I'm the same way. I feel like I've been taught how to play this game so many times. <laughs> yes, yeah, exactly. Play. Right. <laughs> yeah. I, I've literally been explained the game. Probably eight or nine times, and I've forgotten every time. And the second I no won at the casino, it just data dumps out of my body. Just like I all know. the calculus I learned in college. and, like I and half the things. time when you do when you do play it, like you'll win, and you won't understand why or anything. Someone's just like cheering for you, and you're like, "What? Okay, I don't know. So I'll take these chips, and I will enjoy them." Yeah. So when y- blackjack's great, though, that's nice. my fave. So, when it comes to Vegas, is there anything that you're looking forward to other than the gambling? Are you looking forward to going to any place in particular, eating anywhere because they have a lot of crazy food? Is there anything you're looking forward to other than the con and gambling? Yeah, eating. Pretty much. That's like, there's good food in Vegas and like so much of it it's just like a, that place is just where you go to be bad you know <laughs> like whether it's gambling like you know hanging out with too many strippers or something overeating eating bad food like buffet like stuffing your face or just like drinking yourself to like man it's just like it's just it's just a fun place but yeah eating for sure what is your food? Or turkey? I want to do indoor skydiving too. Oh, that would be. They so have like a place, like several places like that. I think there. I've I've seen that they put you in the room with a big fan. I've never done it personally, yeah. but it does look like a lot of fun. So, what would be your cafe yeah. item of choice? Well, you're doing it wrong if you're going in with that mindset. <laughs> that's what it's all about—the variety. What are you See, talking that's about? We, that's what we got you. Like you got to choose the ways, Aqua. <laughs> I haven't been it's to a, a stupid, question. <laughs> stupid question. I don't know. It depends. That's the thing. Like you go in and then whatever you're feeling like, it's probably going to be there, whatever it is. So like, you know, my mood changes so. and then you can get like a little bit of everything. I've been craving like pancakes and waffles like crazy for like a month. <laughs> I haven't had them yet. Either one. I don't know why I should get on that. But right now I'm going to pick like some like pancakes. Nice. And waffles. So a little off track, but I've always been curious of this. So back when we were kids in the 90s, there was a lot of great kids-themed game shows like Legends of the Hidden Temple, Guts, Wild and Crazy Kids, you know, Double Dare, all those shows. And out of all those shows from growing up, was there any game show you would want to compete in as an adult? Double Dare. It was my dream. To go- well, that or Legends of the Hidden Temple or Guts, or any of that shit. I, dude, I was all about that. I was so hyped up. Or, or like uh, figure it out or the even just, well, mostly the toy run, you know, Toys R Us, where you go with the cart and then just dump stuff in here. Your- See, God Guy damn it stole that. Guy Fietti totally yeah. stole that from his show, that grocery game. This is a kid in this candy, is toy store, just putting shit in the cart. It's amazing. Yeah, it was yeah. good to be a kid back then. That's you know, we hit quality. it just right. Now everybody's on like TikTok and stuff well like we had good entertainment you know what i mean a lot of slime a lot of spy shit right a lot of um a lot of like toys and stuff it was awesome so my friend ruined slime for me cuz i always thought it was like some weird concoction he looked it up he said it's just it's literally just vanilla pudding <laughs> and green food dye it's just like that took away so much of the mystery so much of the elite. that was oh yeah they used to eat it all the time like you know like uh what's the dude's name from Pete and Pete Danny Tumbarelli, like I have memories oh, of him like the eating this blind world. Yeah, you, dude. The other night I watched a compilation, like a fan video, like montage over music of art, best, Artie, the strongest man in the world's dude, best moments. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, dude, that was a superhero back in the day. You know what I mean? You know, what you get this do, Shazam awesome. loser out of here. I want a movie about Artie, the strongest man in the world. You need to get young that guy was great. girl on your forearm, and you're like, you want to see your dance? <laughs> and just move your history around like he used to in that show. In Petunia. Yeah, petunia. Yeah, that's a good tattoo. Do you remember oh, yeah. now with those fucking like mm-hmm. action figures? Melt Man with the power to Yeah, melt. the flesh. Yeah. He's super strong and super naked. And yeah. Stinky Pete, the diver, who was French. Yeah. In the toilet, the stinky diver. Yeah, stinky diver. That's right. <laughs> yeah, I remember this really. No, I mean I, I don't remember that. that was stupid. I don't remember any of that. I just Stink, named all of them. <laughs> going to the fucking twin towers to meet his brother. I don't remember that at all. <laughs> <laughs> no, certainly not. So stick know. stickly, Jesus. Of the crazy cartoons from back in that time, what was your favorite? And if you can't pick one, what was your what was your top two or three? I always really liked the Angry Beavers in Rocco's Modern Life and Dexter's Lab and Johnny Bravo. That wasn't quite on the same level, though. I would say Dexter's Lab. Angry Beavers, Rocco's Modern Life were my three f- favorites. Dexter's Lab was amazing, especially the ones where he would like, you know, have the Mr. T character, like the one where he's got the fake beard. <laughs> the beard's on the inside, <laughs> like that shit. Yeah. Or the omelet du fromage. Like, there's so many classics. <laughs> <that>. it, <laughs> it was pretty great. great. Yeah. Remember Cow and Chicken? Oh, I yeah. completely forgot about that until like recently. The it's fun, red like... ass was just front and center the whole fucking show. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I vaguely remember that. Yeah, or, uh, um, Weasel and I. Yeah, Ed baboon. and Eddie was really good too. Oh, Ed what? and Eddie was great. Did you say something else? Oh yeah, um, um, Weasel and I are baboon. Remember, it was like cow and chicken like sub show, and then oh, they had two stupid dogs. <laughs> damn (laughs) he just blew my mind (laughs) yeah cat dog was pretty good too oh i watched a lot of (laughs) i I was a latchkey kid i came home and i watched tv (laughs) (laughs) yeah good times so pokemon like i know that you like most of us back in the day enjoyed the original 150 what was your favorite one from the original 150 that's a good question um fuck fuck it charizard he was badass yeah and there wasn't that many i had a a charmeleon charmeleon Mm -hmm. nice so out of all of the pokemons when did you like fall off of it completely where you're like fuck this there's too many (laughs) did you like when they started adding more like the second they started adding more pokemon i was like i'm over this i've always been that way like with hearthstone you know yeah or whatever like whenever they start adding shit The games i i always i'm like fuck this i like world of warcraft i loved vanilla you know hearthstone and now now like a lot of people are like that i think because they keep bringing all this stuff back or you know blizzard's desperate probably both but um you know stuff like that i like i'll play like the old pokemon i don't know maybe i'm just like chasing that dragon rose tinted goggles like nostalgia but uh when they itself, start adding right. stuff to things it just I don't know like with Mario you know I love Mario 64 so much that I never played another game and never played Sunshine never played Odyssey never played any of that shit I just like Mario 64 and I keep playing it over and over again in fact I speedrun it so um, totally I don't know I think I'm just like really stubborn maybe but it's You're just like, how red? fuck this entire franchise I'm done <laughs> Film yeah. games. <laughs> Us. I, I so, don't know. They just don't have the same charm to me. Maybe it's just because I was a kid. I don't know. They I, Mario sixty four is the best one. Like, so I think objectively when it came to you leaving wow as like you know going out where did you leave did you leave when they started messing with the talent trees did you leave after like the fourth or fifth expansion like what was your time when you were originally playing where you were done with it well okay to be honest i've had an on again off again toxic relationship with wow for many years i i currently am playing wrath classic uh, so i'm probably gonna play it playing after playing this wrath classic, right? yeah yeah i'm off the wagon but like it just, I always prefer vanilla the most. What I really want is vanilla plus, you know, vanilla with arena and like more raids at the end. That's what I want. Totally. But I don't know. Uh, who knows if they'll ever do that, but I definitely fell off with wow. After vanilla, like in BC, I, I stopped playing. Then I played again for wrath a little bit. Stopped playing. I skipped Cataclysm, I skipped uh, Legion, and um, I skipped WAD. I played, like, two hours of WAD and then realized I hated it. There. Um, but I keep coming back once in a while, and then I came back for Classic, which was a blast. Vanilla. And uh, I've kind of been... i kind of skipped EC. I played a little of it, and I've played a lot of Wrath. Um, but... Yeah, it's like an on-again, off-again toxic thing, and it, like, distracts me and makes me kind of question what I'm doing with my time, but, you know, it's whatever. It's all good. (laughs) What toxic relationship is worse, the one with WoW or the one with Tarkov? WoW. I can stop playing Tarkov whenever I want. (laughs) (laughs) That's what every addict says. (laughs) Awkward. No, I I liked... tarkov i'm like i'm probably more down on it now than ever before like with all this cheating stuff and like it's just like kind of a bummer and then like the community is just they're just kind of look so down each other's throats yeah it's like annoying so like i'm just like i'm out for now um but uh you know i'll go back when it wipes probably or i'll play here or there before then but like still like always on my radar you know i i love that game and like you know when you feel like playing Tarkov, it nothing else hits quite the same now what so. game would you say you have the most time in from everything you've ever played like if you had to ballpark which game had do you think you spent more time on tarkov or mario or is there another one rust was one little a lot of rust yes i'd say like all in on rust including legacy rust uh I would say either Rust or wow. But I probably played the most wow of any game. Diablo 2 actually as well. I put a lot of time in, probably not quite as much. Um, not most people don't know this, but I've had like a Diablo 2 Holy Grail thing going on for like years. <laughs> like it's kind of on and off, but like that's basically where you like play the game and Uh, magic find to try and find every single item in the game I'm only like 80% through but you know it's something I've been shipping away at for years just for fun Nice. like you were saying earlier it's something that you're not doing to make something out of to like present to people you're just doing it for your own enjoyment Oh, yeah, it's, but, like, enjoyment is a loose term <laughs> there. Like, it's, like, the most brain-dead activity. Like, I just, like, literally, like, create games, farm the same boss over and over again, and, like, see what ha- comes out. It's, like, basically sitting there and pushing, like, go on a slot machine. With more it's, steps. It's, like, so stupid. <laughs> it's a slot yeah, machine exactly. with a lot more steps. <laughs> and, like, I have no chance at winning actual money. It's just a few pixels in a game that's... Th- 20 years old <laughs> so Fair. you know uh actually like 22 years old so out of every single like pokemon thing have you noticed that the motto has changed drastically from when there was 150 used to be gotta catch them all and now they don't say that shit anymore because they know it's not possible now it's something like yeah just find six and do the best you fucking can yeah that's I, I, that's like I want to catch them all, you know. That was like what it was cool to me. Like I don't like all this shit. That like I don't know. There's they like oversaturate things. Like sometimes it's good how it was, you know. It's just is just right, and then they like. Just add shit to keep everybody interested, but then I think like they're like, ooh, look at this for like a short time, but then they quit even more. Were you the kind of kid you know? who would bring their Game Boy or Game Boy Color to school with the <laughs> yes. cables and try to straighten <laughs> yeah. the bathroom like a sketchy drug deal? Yes. Or like at recess, I remember me and this kid would like sit there with our little cable connecting our Game Boys and we'd just duel. And he had a Blastoise and I had Charizard and like Charizard was badass. You know, he's like my strongest Pokemon. But I never picked up like because I was a dumb little kid and I had a dumb little kid brain. I never realized that like my Charizard was weak to Blastoise because of the the water and he won every time and it pissed me off. And I couldn't I almost beat him with my Charizard because he was so badass, but I never quite beat him. Very sad. (laughs) Do you remember this person's name? Yeah, his name was Jack. (laughs) <laughs> so if Jack was randomly to contact you, would you want a rematch? Yeah, I'd kick his ass. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. I so, I don't. I I wish I still had my. Oh, I actually do have my Pokemon game somewhere. My original cartridge. I wonder if my Pokemon are still on there. Well, dang! I gotta check. Definitely still there, Hawk, They didn't I go. I think anywhere. they. Pr- I think they probably are. Yeah, I gotta check that out. Now, did you Damn. ever get, like, the Pokemon Stadium with the connector and the N64 controller and play that shit? Nah, actually I, only, that? I only played on the Game Boy. I didn't figure any of that cool shit out. Because, like, back then you didn't really know stuff about stuff like that unless one of your friends was cool enough to know about it, you know? Totally. My friends were a bunch of dorks. <laughs> I'm like, they they didn't know any of that, and neither did I. Nah, so, some did, I'm sure. I just never, never did it. Did you ever purchase the handboard? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I did. So it's the- a piece of shit. I didn't get a good one. This is some deep lore. Goddamn. Okay. Well, you know, I, I haven't so even sp- mentioned that in a while. <laughs> I, I remember hearing this offhandedly because I listened to the gamer hole and other things when I drive around for work. I was just like, what the fuck is a handboard? And then it's just like an oversized tech deck with yeah. like trucks Yeah. And like, <laughs> I didn't even well, know this was a thing. I got like a really shitty one. I should get like a real one. The like angles of the tail and the nose are like all off, so you can't really use it. It sucks. You don't get any pop with it or anything, but um I should get like a real one. I actually never did get like a cool one. I just got the stupid one. Like I remember um, so no. seeing people do like demos of like the tech decks. And I remember going to skate shows and seeing like you know people like you know skate giveaway and like it's like pros here in Santa Cruz just doing stuff. But I had never seen anything for the handboard. I was just picturing what that display would be. Just a bunch of dudes with, like a like a one eighth size fun box. Like hey look at me. Yeah, like it was just, it was an interesting thing to try to picture. Yeah. No. I'm. Surprised Surprised you never saw those. I actually had one from Tech Deck when I was younger, and like I didn't realize like what the potential of those was. And like I tried to like stand on it and like skate on it like with my feet, and I like broke it obviously. <laughs> but like I wish I still had it because it was fucking awesome. They they put like real grip tape on it too. I remember they did or, like grip tape that was like too sticky, and it like wore your fucking fingers away it was so bad that was no good right did you have a favorite skate centric movie growing up like were you a grind guy were you were like a lord to dog town guy did you not to any of those types of movies i thought those were cringe but like skate videos i was about those yeah but like i like those now like i really <laughs> want to re-watch grind with that guy in it from like that movie and rat race he was just like the face of like the early 2000s movies Right. His name is like Vince something. Hold on. Uh, rat race. This dude was just like in everything from from that time. Vince Viluf. Vince Vailiff. Right. I know exactly who you're talking about. That guy was in everything back in the day. Yeah. So, He's like the face of the early 2000s. Like Judge Reinhold is the face of the 80s, you know? Totally. So was there any trick that you just could never master? Like, you know, normal skateboarding? Was it like a hard flip, or did you have no problems? I never landed one hard flip in my life. Those were, like, impossible for me. Uh, heel flips, I sucked. I was better at them switch than regular. What was uh, I was never that good. I was bad at a lot of tricks, <laughs> to be honest. So... My shoulder is starting to be fucking shitty. That's the worst thing about getting older, Aqua. You have these fucking moments where you're like, oh, fuck. Is this like forever pain or is this temporary? (laughs) Now, for being somebody who's, you know, gaming, sitting in a chair, they say sitting is the new smoking. Do you have that kind of like feeling or thought happen on a regular basis or is it like? I'll tell you this. I am damn glad I got a standing desk. Like my legs just start to feel just awful. I don't know if you get this, but like just like weird little like 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 in the skin, the meat of my legs just gets like a little crampy, you know. Right. Not even the muscles or anything. It just feels unhealthy, you know. So I'll like I'll use my standing desk like a fair bit, like after a few hours, like I always stand up. I, I'm going to do it right now. So but yeah, standing desk is definitely a huge move, especially for us elderly gamers, for sure. Right. So speaking to the elderly gamers out there, other than a standing desk, what, what things would you recommend? Like, what, what, what is out there? What can somebody do to keep their like elderly gaming in check so they can be good to go? Well, do you want like the real answer? Like, Oops. a <laughs> this, yeah, this is <laughs> real shit. Well, about. don't, don't sit at the computer all day, take a walk, do something, you know, working out a little bit goes a long way. Like, I'm not doing it right. Right now obviously but like i used to do it and it made me feel great and then you don't feel guilty about sitting in front of the computer all day if you get a workout in before um and your body just feels better also don't buy like a stupid gaming chair get like an office chair with like ergonomic stuff and uh standing desks are good too so, those three things like in an on- like to be honest are, are the, probably the the key the keys to like pr- pr- productivity and all. yeah yeah So Like, honestly, like, working out, like, I I hate to be the workout preachy guy, but, like, just to, like, do things in life, it makes it easier. Like, you know, if you have to give your dog a bath or something like that, like, you're able to do it and it doesn't, like, fuck you up. Right. No, totally. Or sit on the floor. Yeah. So with your current recovery from surgery that happened a while ago, was this been your, like, the worst thing you've had to recover from injury-wise or otherwise? Um, it was up there. I, I honestly, like it started off like the first couple of days were miserable, like they were bad, but uh, it got better very quickly. So it, it might have been a contender for work. Like I got like a really bad concussion when I was younger that was- Pretty bad, too. So Um, what would you say was worse, the anticipation leading up to it or, you know, being done with it and just the recovery, just being bedridden? The anticipation was pretty bad. Like the I was pretty good about it um, up until like 48 hours before. And then I started to get pretty nervous it became it wasn't a like event. crazy yeah it was just like man like i don't want to deal with this you know what i mean like i don't want to do this shit but uh you know it comes up and then you go get it done and then it's over before you know it and then you're just on the other side of it and then it's like a bit stressful but you know they'll take care of you and it's like, thankfully, it, it helps yeah. that that was one of those things where they do so many of them. So it's like, oh, yeah, these are like no problems whatsoever. It's like a quick in and out. So if, if it was something other than that, it probably would have been way more daunting. Like, oh, fuck, I have to do this. Yeah. I mean, it it was like a big, a big deal, but it was also very routine. So, like, you know, they know what to, they know what to do, how to handle it. Absolutely. Yeah. So, but it wasn't, you know, it wasn't great. <laughs> I wouldn't uh, recommend it. I'd rather like spend a week on vacation or something, <laughs> you know, but just one to uh, okay. just to get it out of the way. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, and like, just like, like clear, crazy. clear it off your plate and move on with your shit. So that's what I did. And it was okay, thankfully. Now, was that your first time going under? Or did you get, like, wisdom teeth taken out when you were, like, younger? No, uh, yeah, that was my first time, thankfully. Yeah, I never... That was my f- first surgery, so I went for, like, the biggest one you can get right off the gate. Right so, right out the gate. <laughs> when they knocked you out with that stuff, did you have any weird dreams, any visions? Did you just hear fucking Arco Nothing. singing the pee-pee song on Loop? Oh, God. <laughs> Thank God I did not, no. Um, I made a point not to stream for a few days before that, just in case. Um, a smart move. no i didn't uh they told me like for open heart surgery like that's the deepest level of sedation a person can get so it was just like skipping through time like i remember going into the or and asking someone like oh are we starting now and then i woke up a second later like ter- like and waking up is like scary kind of it's like it's not like waking up from <laughs> sleeping like you don't know what's going on. It's like confusing at first and um Rick Grimes walking dead waking up like where the fuck am I? What's yeah, no, it, it it kind of, yeah. Um it's just like time travel and then you're all fucked up on the other side and like attached to a lot of machines. Um <laughs> But yeah so speaking of something. the pee alert and all the fun stuff that you have going on like you know the birthday the piss cold like all the things that people throw at you elbows knees toes all that is there anything in that long list that you wish you could never hear again so you like wake up and be like I have, if somebody says I have gout today I'm gonna fucking lose it like, like I just don't understand how people still find it funny like it's been so long um Uh, no none of it's too bad honestly the after uh tarkov drops the peepee song got to be almost too much to handle for for a little bit there um that kind of got a little out of hand but other than that nah everything's okay like we have fun i'm i'm pretty good at like i think i have very good endurance for being annoyed (laughs) so so that helps um so you were you weren't you weren't to the point, but it was getting close with the pee uh, yeah, it was getting. Cl- uh, yeah, I was I was starting to have like a physical reaction where I felt somewhat ill when I would hear it <laughs> during the uh, the Targov drops. That's hilarious. Because there were a lot of people in there, and a lot of people really liked that song. So, when it comes to RTSs, RTSs have kind of been... It's been a long time since there's been a solid RTS from the platform. Like, you know, StarCraft 2's kind of come and gone. AoE 4, a lot of people prefer AoE 2. Is there any RTS games on the horizon that you're looking forward to, like Stormgate? Uh, I haven't even heard about that. Um not on the horizon really i'm not too knowledgeable on the subject to be completely honest but uh i as far as rts like i just want to get better at aoe too (laughs) like that's all i want to do i'm like so weird and like super focused on stuff like i like decide i want to play something and i just like stick with it sort of like i'll try anything but um i kind of go into it I need to have like some the game needs to click in my goblin brain if I'm really gonna go in on something you know what I mean totally and those games are kind of few and far between but I think everybody's like that right so somewhat you could achieve LEM in CSGO 2 or break a thousand ELO and stay consistently above that in AOE 2 which one would you pick before I would have said AOE for sure but now I'm kind of leaning towards the counter-strike my interest like goes in and out, and I'm also p- trying to climb the ladder in Hearthstone. I want to be like Legend or something, you know. And then I'm also climbing raiding in World of Warcraft. For right now, I'm really into like rated, like competitive rated games, okay. like that. Um, they're they're just scratching that itch. I'm kind of sick of the like survival game thing or like uh, open world single player shit. Like I I want like competitive ranking like gaming right now even though i suck at pretty much everything but uh those are what's kind of doing it for me right now for some reason i'm not sure why but just scratching i'm kind of doing on all those things competition yeah that and like just getting good at like getting better at stuff totally i don't know hearthstone did you start with like magic the gathering and then lead to hearthstone or was like hearthstone no hearthstone was my first card game okay Cause like I, I, you know, I was a big Blizzard fanboy, you know, in the past. So they put that out. I would try anything Blizzard would put out. You know what I mean? So, uh, any interest? Tried it and loved it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I actually really want to get into that. As soon as like I lose interest in Hearthstone, I'm probably gonna pick up Magic. And uh, card games are really fun. I I like them. I like games that you need your brain for a little bit. You know. And magic like arena is awesome because you don't have to worry about yeah. like you know going to a card shop and playing you can just do it all from the comfort of your home uh, do you have a yeah. deck that you have in mind like do you know what kind of player you want to be or are you going into it completely like fresh completely fresh I take it you're a magic player <laughs> just based on like yeah I play I play some magic yeah no I I don't know anything about it all I know is um it was the smelliest section of packs <laughs> all three times and in terms of in terms of uh the card section i mean that that um, that community is known for the butt pic the butt crack photo that yeah, I know on. i know actually that was like one of my favorite like internet posts i've ever seen like on reddit that guy just like posing with the butt cracks that was really funny um no it was it was not actually that bad i was just kidding around but um yeah i am interested in that stuff you know like I love the thought of, like, getting together with friends or, like, people you don't even know or whatever and sitting down and playing a card game like that with your deck, you know, of, like, what you've collected. That's badass. Yeah. That's so cool. That is pretty smart. Um, Yeah, I'm definitely interested in that stuff. I don't know how into it I'll end up getting. It's definitely something, like, I've been meaning to check out and learn about. So So you just completed your first online Dungeons and Dragons campaign. Was this your first one? I I had played it briefly in the past, like a really casual, quick campaign, but this was like the longest one. Um, Yeah, this was my first like really full-fledged, like, and, and according to Kings, this was like not a traditional campaign at all. But I wouldn't know the difference, but... Yeah, that was, like, my first real one, I would say, sure. So was this, like, how would you rate your experience with it? Is it something that you loved? Is it something you're happy you waited till you were later to appreciate? Or was it one of those things where it was just kind of, like, eh? Like, where did it sit for you? Um, It was kind of, like, a mixed bag. Like, there were some nights when I was really into it and, like, having a blast. And other nights, like, I definitely was, like, not fully, like, engaged with it. Or just like really tired. Like we recorded it like late at night. And you know, I'm I get sleepy, you know what I mean? <laughs> like I'm um and especially after like a day of streaming, you know? Like here's the thing, like I'm actually a very introverted guy. Um not very, but enough. So like I'll run just I'll run out of juice, like on days that I stream, like that's that's it. Like I'm out of I'm out of like batteries for that day like social batteries you know what i mean totally and i'll just want to chill the rest of the day and like you know medical capacity and when i get home i'm just like i fucking don't want to talk to a single person yeah yeah for sure so like it's like that for me too and streaming is like such a high like my brain is redlining the whole time i'm on stream a lot of the time unless i'm playing aoe and not talking (laughs) but but the game makes you redline but anyway um yeah i just i i am just like completely spent after that and then you know some days it would be like okay time to play uh dungeons and dragons and i just like didn't have it in me but other than that i had a Especially good time you're you know? playing a character with a voice too that you're doing it's like no, I'm gonna do yeah i, I kind of went in and out of the voice some nights i was feeling it sometimes i wasn't it was a good time and you know honestly hanging out with those guys is always fun for me so it doesn't matter what we're doing Totally. So there's a lot of like, I guess it's technically a looter a shooter. You know, dungeon like so, so just fucking Dark and Darker and the Agartha. Now have you played a lot of Agartha compared to uh, Dark and Darker? No, I played it once with Decky. <laughs> I, if that's even the game that I'm thinking of, it's like a piratey like extractor, and you can go in as like a free. Yeah, 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 yeah. I played it once with Decky. I actually did have a lot of fun with it. Uh, I might even check it out again, but um. I have way more Dark and Darker. Totally. Um, so. That game is good. Both of them are pretty fun, to be honest. Yeah, but, like, uh, Dark and Darker, I love it. I love the concept. I, something about it being the same map every time, I enjoy that, because like, you know where people are going to like cheese you a little bit. You know where rogues like that. You know where <laughs> yeah. the bullshit's going to come from. The fucking little yeah. old flying skulls. Those bastards, I hate them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that game is pretty good. I, I I'm like... I need a little more. I missed this last play test. So maybe that's like my problem, but I'm really looking forward to like seeing more with that game. So I'm kind of a little less enthusiastic in my mind about it. Like I'm still excited to play it and I'm very excited to see like how it turns out, but like it needs, it needs the quests. It needs like to be progression locked in some ways. It needs, it needs a lot. It's almost there. But we'll see. Right. Like, the ability to, like, do solo raids now in the Goblin Dungeon, that's pretty sick. Like, I love the... Yeah, that was cool. I I wish I was able to play that. I love the Goblins, too. They look so good. Little bastards. They're they're like... They're they're like the dude from Golden. Like, you know, 007, the N64. Little odd jobs. They're they're not easy to hit sometimes. Yeah, I... That's what it seemed like to me. They were the character model of them was so good, honestly. Now, did you return to 007 when it was recently released, or is it one of those things where you already have an N64 setup? So there's like, if I just want to play this, I'll plug it in. You mean on the Switch, like online or whatever? Yeah. No, I haven't tried it, but like I'm really interested to. Um,. But no, I haven't. I bet everybody's just odd job and like cracked. Nobody can just do anything for fun anymore. They have to win at everything. Totally. So Greg Segoe, your friend, he claims to be yeah. a world-ranked Mario golfer every time I come into his street, He now- is pretty good at that game. Yeah. I was going to. He's like the Tiger Woods of Mario Golf. Have you ever defeated Uh, the Tiger Woods of Mario Golf, Craig Seiko? No. Okay. So here's the thing. I never like had that game, and I didn't play too much of it until like recently. Um, but where he is, like you know, the Tiger Woods of Mario Golf. Like when it comes to Wii Golf, that's my golf. You know what I'm saying? Like I could, I could, I could. <laughs> golf them under the table in so, we golf, I feel like. But so uh I get the Olympic committee makes we sports and we golf an Olympic sport, you're you're putting your hat in. Yeah, maybe. I think I'd do okay. <laughs> Honestly, if you ever watch a YouTube video of people getting holes in ones on that, it's very satisfying. Um been a long time. Yeah, since I love I Wii Golf, Wii Sports. Now, what was the what was the best Mario sport? If you had to pick one, I was really into tennis, but now, you know, I have a deep appreciation for Mario Golf. Like, I respect Greg's skill. I think he, you know, he really is something special in that game. That kid got a lot of. He's got a lot of game to him. <laughs> Absolutely, but Mario Tennis is pretty great too. But I, I would give it to golf. They did a good job with that. It's actually really fun, right, and it holds up too. It does. Yeah. Like I play with Greg, he, he beats me every time, but like that doesn't mean it's not fun, you know? In golf, you're kind of playing against yourself, you know? No, absolutely. That's why I hate that game, because I'm a fucking head case. I hated it coming <laughs> up. <laughs> yeah. So I play in real life a little bit. It's kind of fun. What what kind of things are you, do you go to like nine holers? Do you go to like full 18 hole courses? Do you just go to the drive? I like, to, like, well, I like to play like six holes, seven holes. Nine is too many. <laughs> it gets it gets old. I play with my dad, so we take the card. He doesn't like to walk. Totally. Um Yeah, once in a, a while he'll just be like stuff while you play. No, we always talk about doing that, but we just play and like, you know, chit chat. We'll have a drink, maybe. <laughs> like bring a beer or something. But uh nice. Yeah, it's a it's a nice nice time. It's a good excuse to go for a walk and hang out with the one's dad. Yeah, and just like be outside. That's like The whole appeal. And then we play like seven holes and don't keep score and just goof around. It's fun. Totally. Totally. So not to take too much more of your time, Hawk, we're getting close to our time constraint. So one of my final questions to you is, is there anybody out there in the content creation world or, you know, anything outside like content creation that you haven't worked with yet or you haven't met that you would like to sometime in the future? (laughs) Ninja. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Uh, Uh... Honestly like I am pretty fucking like antisocial for being in this like b- business quote unquote business. Like I, I like I don't ask people to do like play with me <laughs> unless like they they ask me kind of. Um I just like stick to my friends and like I don't know, I'm not terribly social so like not really. It's like when I have to play with like people who are like that I don't know very well. It's almost like, like uh, it's it goes well. I always have fun with it, but like part of me is just like, I don't want to meet anyone new. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm kind of misanthrope. That's not actually how it is, but that is the oldest person thing I think I've ever heard you say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I am kind of old. I did not have that with you, by the way. Don't worry. Oh, I didn't even think of that. Thanks for putting that <laughs> <on my> down. <head laughs> no, nah, I'm just, I'm totally kidding. Like that's that's not actually true. I that's, take it I back. Actually, that's actually hilarious. Like when you said that, I just pictured you would like Vicks Vapor Rub smell I was, meeting off. <laughs> I was channeling Larry David there. Way too much for my own good. No, that's not true. There, no, but there, it is kind of true. Like I'm, I like don't want to bother anybody, so like I don't ask anyone to. To do stuff, but I'm very receptive to people like asking me to, you know, collaborate or play games together, stream together, whatever it is. Totally. Um, But uh, is there anything? Yeah. Honestly, no. (laughs) I I would I would be happy to play with anybody, pretty much. So is there anything that you're looking forward to making in the future? Like, is there any project you're working on that you're willing to disclose now? Is there any game that you're looking forward to making stuff for that you haven't yet? Is there anything, like in like you know in the dashboard or on the foresight that you can see that you're willing to disclose. I'm sorry, you cut off there a little bit. Oh, is there anything like in the future that you're looking forward to making, whether it be like, you know, new content for like, you know, a game or a new game entirely or another subathon? Is there anything you're looking forward to in the future? Um, yeah, you know, I'm always kind of like struggling with you know, I don't really edit my own videos too much anymore, like hardly ever. Um, And that used to be like my bread and butter, you know, like I was I was a YouTuber first, you know what I mean? And I loved video editing and stuff. And I, you know, I just kind of burned out and just kind of developed like an unhealthy relationship with it. Like I was always I felt like I wasn't like I always had to top myself and like it just... I made so many videos, it just got a little bit stressful, kind of and I, I just, I burned out, you know, to be honest. So I'm always kind of, like, toying with the idea of, like, you know, editing something and getting back to it, and, like, kind of trying to figure out if I want to, like, try to resurrect my YouTube channel, you know, my main channel, at least. Right. Because that was, like, my baby, you know, for, for the longest time, and it was really hard to, like, let go of full control of it, but... I c I couldn't keep doing it myself, I needed a break, so I'm kinda like trying to figure out like what to do there, but more or less i i would like to make a couple other videos on there and just make ri- re- something really good but beyond that um I'd love to get into game development eventually of my own and make video games somehow what type of game uh, you want i'm tr- to make? trying to learn it I'm trying to learn like uh unity and stuff right now okay i don't know depends did you see that shrouds working on a game right now called project astrid yeah and sacriel or something i i was watching him play diablo and i saw his title talking about it that's pretty sick oh. i was just like checking out what character everybody was playing on diablo 4 yeah, are they still all locked, or are they all unlocked now? Because I know there's like two you couldn't play. There's like Druid and one other one. Yeah, um, I think they're going to be open next, next weekend, hopefully. Sick. I want to play the Druid. That'd be cool. Absolutely, the Druid looks cool. So last question concerning you know mental health because it's a big thing in the community what would be your best advice to somebody who is like new to this platform when it comes to like you know dealing with that kind of stuff like the inevitable grind and the inevitable feeling of like mental health stuff like what would be your best advice yeah. to somebody who's coming up with that uh you gotta you gotta be careful that like you don't get too sucked into all this stuff because it's very consuming And it'll mess you up mentally. Like, honestly, I've even had problems with that. Um, nothing major, but like, I've definitely like, you don't realize it's happening either. Really? Like you got to just make sure you have your normal life and then don't neglect it. You know, like, like you want to like go out and like, you know, just little things, even like going to the grocery store, going out to eat, you know, stuff like that. You want to make sure you keep doing all that stuff. Just like normal life stuff, go see a movie, whatever it is, you know, see your friends or your family, whatever. Um, you gotta find the right balance because it it does get consuming. Like people just spend all their time streaming or whatever, and like I don't think that's good. I, I like I, it's not always like quality over quantity. You know what I'm saying? Totally. Like I think just like shorter streams, you know, with like the right balance of. Everything that's what works for me at least, you know. That's just what I've tried to do. And like, you know, more more recently than than ever, but um, I think it's important. Just to remember your other interests and aspects to your life because the internet is very consuming. Right. It's very fickle. Yeah. So how long would you say it took for you to find your voice as somebody who makes stuff? Find my what? Find your voice. Oh, uh, I think like in 2019 or so is when i started to make stuff that was actually like half decent if that's what you mean um or just stuff that i was like really proud of yeah stuff you were proud of. i had like a few things like in like 2018 i started in 2016 it took like two years for me to make anything good <laughs> i feel like um yeah i would it took a, it takes a while honestly um and like i'm proud of like every video i've ever put out because you know i just did it you know like totally you put yourself out yeah like yeah i put myself out there why not you know who cares like i was just doing it for fun you know but then when like you know it started being my my job and everything i definitely put a little more pressure on myself but i'm still honestly like it's an ever going like an ongoing thing like i still feel like there's plenty of room for improvement and stuff and you're never gonna you're never gonna feel like good about like fully comfortable or good with anything you put out because i think if you do that's actually like (laughs) like a sign that like you're getting you're getting too soft too lazy or something like that so, Absolutely. I don't know. It's like a constant trying to improve thing. That's just how life is. It's human nature, you know. So, so somebody who would you say is more introverted? Would you say going live or putting stuff out there is just a little bit more like anxious inducing because of those like preconceived things of who you are? Like, oh, I'm putting myself out there to x amount uh, of people. I don't have social anxiety at all, um, but I like I run out of juice, you know. Totally. Uh, I don't know i feel comfortable with with like most of the stuff that i put out there once in a while but i will say this like there are days that i definitely don't want to go live you know what i mean and it's like i i I either have to force it or or whatever because you know like i said i am introverted and like honestly to be like a, a streamer like i don't even stream that much compared to most streamers but like you know i like to make sure it's like a fun experience and everything so like I definitely feel pressure to go live more than is comfortable for me like uh in terms of you know socially mentally whatever right um so I'm I'm starting to be a little better about it like uh yesterday I was busy so I didn't stream and today I was just feeling a little little fried so I like gave myself like today to do you know take care of some other things too um so when are you guys taking the cruise to malta (laughs) uh i don't know we'll have to get kings to start moving some money around to afford it but yeah it's it's something you know eventually we'll we'll make it happen perhaps we can speak to the malta embassy government officials whatever you know tax dollars might have to It would definitely do it for us. We're huge in Malta, so... So when you know. you, for those of you who don't know, when you do a podcast, especially when you do it through Anchor, it gives you a breakdown of countries of where people are listening. And sometimes you get these random little countries or random places you would never expect that frequent your podcast for whatever reason. So that's that's hilarious that this one day it just popped up. You guys had like a significant listenership in Malta. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I uh, I'm not sure what happened there, but you know I'm thankful. And we love the people of Malta. Yeah, we love them. What, what better way? <laughs> what better way? It's, to a, it's honestly, it's like a it's like a beautiful place. <laughs> honestly, I would love to go to Malta. Right. So now is your yeah. time, Aqua, to say whatever it is you would like to say. The floor is yours. Whether you want to plug an event, thank somebody, talk about Malta, the floor is yours. Well, I just, you asked me so many questions. I wanted to ask you. Oh, yeah. Ask away. Uh, How long have you been uh, doing the podcast? I'm sorry, I'm not nice. A year. How old are you? I'm 34. I'm going to be 35 in July. Same. I have the same birthday as OJ Simpson, (laughs) and I drive a Bronco. So. No way. The new Broncos are really cool, actually. I've been seeing a those around. Because I had a Tacoma with a half cab, but we had to get rid of it because I had a baby. And, you know, you can't really put a baby seat in the half cab comfortably. So it was like I traded it yeah. in and like I saw the Bronco a lot and I was like, the juice is loose. I have to get it. <laughs> <laughs> California denied my custom plate. <laughs> Make sure you buy gloves that are a little too small. Right. So it's a black Bronco. <laughs> and I was going to get the California custom plate, the black and yellow. And I was going to have it say, not OJ. (laughs) But they wouldn't. They they wouldn't let me do it. (laughs) Kind of fucked up, I know, but whatever. (laughs) And yeah they're awesome do you like the bronco i love it i've been it's, liking those it's great because i'm not the tallest dude and it's got really high ceilings and the cool thing about it it's like super foldable they got like the back area which is good for a dog like a small dog i have a smaller dog and it's just my daughter loves it so it's perfect i'm about to have another kid too so there's enough room for another Oh, baby congrats kid. thank you very thank cool you. It's, yeah uh, definitely a trip they're right at that age. Yeah. My first, my first kid who's like two, is right at that age where she's just like, you know, she has these little insults now. She's starting to get little like, shoo, shoo. Like she says, that's you. And she wants you to like fuck off. It's just like, it's a little. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. That's uh, cute. Yeah. It's definitely a trip. It's just like, thank God you don't look like me. I'm ugly. <laughs> you look like your mother. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, stop. What else you got for me, Aquos? That's about it. I was wondering, like, oh, totally how, how, how relatable we were in terms of, like, oh, you know, we, moaning and groaning about We both grew up aging. watching stick, stick to go to New York. <laughs> I oh. could, I could, I could, I assumed based on that conversation, we were like in from a similar era right we both watched desert no. storm on tv when we were in grade school <laughs> that's also true yes so we we touched on mcdonald's and i wanted to say cuz i forgot that you know the grimace the purple dude you know he has a he has an uncle and it was called o grimsley and it was like a dude who dressed up in like a green Grimm grimace costume and he would dance around but he got he got interviewed Wait, what yeah, it was called O'Grimsley. I'll send you the thing in our in the Discord DM. But he was like interviewed during a parade, and apparently this guy was like full on IRA, so he was like promoting the IRA on a live newscast dressed as a McDonald's character. So that's when they got like rid the of Like the official like yeah. the official guy who was like always in the suit. Is that yeah. what you mean? Exactly. They're... Oh my gosh. So they they, <laughs> they got rid of the character completely. <laughs> but they kept the shake the shake's still around. Yeah, it's pretty the funny. The hamburglar was always is my favorite. Every time I see him, I just think of the Simpsons episode where Homer's like the crusty and he beats the shit out of the old man Hamburglar and the kid. Stop, stop. He's already dead. (laughs) I wasn't too much of a Simpsons guy, to be honest. Well, I mean, I don't know. I kind of of both... I mean, do you remember yeah. Friday nights, CGIF, and all that other stuff? Like, was there any show that like captivated you, animated or otherwise? That was kind of like you know of that age, like Sabrina or Boy Meets World or any of that. I mean, I watched all that stuff. Yeah, uh, I loved Are You Afraid of the Dark? That was that was my jam. It oh, scared me a little bit. Kids but... could tell scary stories like no, <laughs> and they they could spin a yarn. Let me tell you, I was fucking kidding. Midnight Society, yeah, probably that show. Did you ever watch? It scared the, the shit out of me like the canadian version no. of snl i watched all that oh dude all oh, that was great linda ellerby keenan and all that oh keenan and keenan and kel was my favorite they're coming yeah, back to good back. burger was, too wait really yeah you didn't see that it's like in production they're like on the set and like no way yeah, that's making, awesome making good burger too i had right? no idea there was like this huge rumor that kel with keenan and kel yeah, i hope Kenan and kel the original excellent love it like I don't know who they're gonna get yeah. to play. Like, I think was my favorite. Or maybe they got so old they're the big bads now. <laughs> like they made mondo burger or some shit. <laughs> Kurt, you mess with Kurt, you go in the grinder, right? So did you have Kurt like, was a, awesome. <laughs> did you have a favorite <laughs> Disney original movie? Were you like a Johnny Tsunami guy or a Brink dude? <laughs> no, I wasn't too into those. I wasn't a big Disney Channel kid. Totally. Um, I was too busy trying to watch Braveheart oh, or God. like pulp gotcha. fiction but my mom would get mad my dad would like show me all these movies like when i was way too young i saw pulp fiction like when it came to out on vhs oh that's was, like awesome. 11 <laughs> it's fucked up <laughs> yeah you see anyway. of you riding your bike with your dad and he hooked that thing of ice at you and hit you on the head <laughs> yeah that we that still was... talk about that that was the most incredible dad move that's very relatable. My dad's a yeah. my dad's an immigrant who like refuses to assimilate, so he does like goofy shit like that all the time. <laughs> like, <laughs> <hilarious>. <laughs> like he grew up in nice. a place where there's like actual dirt floors, and he had like 15 brothers and sisters, and they like would all grow sweet Dang. potatoes. That was like how they made money; is they'd grow sweet potatoes. So he like never knew wealth and shit. So he would like always walk around that it was like old village, and like people on like the second stories would just like look down on him like an asshole. So. He moved to America, and now he lives in a house that's two stories, and he always hangs out on the deck, on the deck, on the balcony, rain, shine always oh, there and I remember asking him was like yeah, why the fuck are you out here it's raining and he's just like Michael when I was a young kid this is where all the assholes would sit and judge me as I walked by and now I'm that asshole and it feels good <laughs> good <laughs> for him fuck yeah let's go hey, that's should, great that was hilarious. he sounds like a cool guy oh he's cool he's pretty much like Joe you should person. have him on the show oh he's he's not a great conversationalist anymore <laughs> exactly (laughs) should have him on even more reason so he doesn't even know i do this so it'd be even more better like that's a talent (laughs) yeah there you go Perfect. anyway, man, uh, before, we, before we cut it, I would like to say thank you for taking the time to come on the show and talk to somebody who's a complete stranger. You know, this we only know each other in a virtual setting. Yeah, man, of course. I love I love chatting with people. That was nice. It was cool getting to know you a little bit, even though I did most of the talking. Well, but that's the point of the show. I like your question. You're a very good interviewer or whatever. <laughs> I did a lot of research on this one. Yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah, you no, know, you did. You're very good at this. I try. Yeah, it was it was a pleasure being on. Thanks for having me. Oh, and b- before we get off, I promise I would say this for my friend Toad. Toadster tweets, he killed you in a factory raid, and then you got pissed and you ended stream like a year ago. He's like, please tell him. I'm sorry. He's like, Toad, Don- I don't think he gives a shit. I don't think he remembers, but I Dude. promise I would say it. So, Toad, there you go. That is definitely not what happened. I've never rage quit a stream in my life. So if he is under that impression... Then that is false. Is I don't care about video games in that way. I would that it just doesn't sound like me at all. So if yeah. he does, like feel like that, tell him to forget about it because he probably imagined it or just misunderstood or something, because that does not sound like me at all totally totally i'll let him know you said that Toad, listen man like don't worry about it and you definitely misread the situation because i've never done that no way laughing my ass off that's great he's gonna hate that but it's it's all yeah (laughs) but anyway man thank you so much everyone else if you want to check out aqua stuff just scroll down links will be in the description and other than that thanks for hanging out this has been Castle Call. Yeah, thanks right. for having me. This is oh, fun. Anytime you want to come back, or anytime you guys, you know, are scraping the bottom of the barrel and you don't have anyone for the camera hole, I am willing and ready. When it- <laughs> so I'll keep that in mind. I'll let the boys know for sure. Absolutely. With that being said, why don't you guys go outside and touch and or smoke some grass, and we'll catch you guys next you time go. on the comms.